choral safety announcement this time on Culture File. Remember, choirs are not just for Christmas, they're for life. Or at least that's the philosophy of choir conductor and composer Connor O'Reilly. O'Reilly founded his new professional choir, Core, with a mission to ensure that message gets out. And when it does, that there's an infrastructure for choral life in Ireland, from publishers for Irish choral composers to training for choir masters. Shouldn't choral music in Ireland be a bit more like the GAA, he rhetorically asked Culture File. Earlier this year, I was in at the Cork Choral Festival and um, I noticed that in the Fleischmann International Competition, the three choirs that came first, second and third were all Estonian. And they performed, not exclusively, but predominantly Estonian music. And they, they, they sang it with a sound that immediately you just recognised that's Estonian. I mean, to try and sort of put it into words, it's somewhere between maybe that lovely dark sound that you get with Finnish choirs or Russian choirs and then a brighter sound you get in Sweden. It's somewhere in the middle of that, but it's unique. And they really celebrate that. I'm sure you know they had the, the singing revolution there where um, because their national songs were, were um, pretty much banned under the Soviet regime, that, that, that behind the scenes that was bubbling away and then when they got their independence they really went for it. And they have a very big, they have this festival every four or five years where they have ten, tens of thousands of singers and choirs come together uh, in this, it's, it's kind of like electric picnic for choirs and it's phenomenal. And they work on the pieces separately in their own communities and then come together and sing. And you, you just, I mean, it's extraordinary. There's been a point of talking to singers in the winning choir, Huik, and their conductor, Oda Pierg, who's an absolute force of nature, phenomenal, great conductor. And what was interesting, that they treat choral singing, amateur choral singing, like the way we treat the GAA. They, there's that infrastructure around it. They take it with that level of seriousness. Here in Ireland, we don't actually have that around amateur choral singing. And I think it's something that we do, we actually need to learn from our own GAA because there's an organization that's supporting amateur sport, but by golly me, it's a professional organization to the hilt. So everything around it, you know, you go to the smallest village in Ireland and the facilities are phenomenal, but we don't have that for choral music. And so I think it's part of our mission in core will be to try and help to develop some infrastructure around amateur choral singing that isn't there at the moment. I thought you were going to say maybe we should put the best concerts on pay-per-view and nobody be able to watch them. Is that what you're planning? <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. We have, we, we, you know, we're, we're, we're at the acorn stage here, so... is the Irish word, CO Father R is the Irish word for choir. It also coincidentally happens to be my initials, Oscailge, so uh, a little bit of an ego trip there. But um, it just, you know, you could say what I was meant to do this uh, is another way of looking at it. Our experience with National Chamber Choir was composed as 
our conductors coming in and telling us about the sound and you know we we've been typically Irish we just we didn't take them seriously they thought we just thought oh I bet they say that to all the choirs you know so but I thought about it afterwards and the more you travel and the more you hear other choirs who have a very definite national sonic identity then you start to realize oh gosh no they were they actually were they were being genuine about that so that was the initial inspiration and and, and sort of uh, driving force behind wanting to start Cork. The strategy really is to hone in on certain composers and highlight them. So just to bring up some awareness. Pick a particular piece that you think will work. This could potentially work with these type of choirs or those type of choirs. And then try and get it out, get it into the public consciousness. And then by the time you do concerts, you've built up a set list, to use the sort of rock and roll uh, terminology, that people will be acquainted with. And so... You're hearing contemporary choral music that's just been written, but you know it. One of the uh, things that we would really like to do is let people see that this music is approachable. It's not, you know, it's not anything to be scared of. It's written by people who often sing in choirs or direct choirs themselves. It's really beautifully written and it's beautiful music so it's just about introducing that. I've said this before but I think now that we're actually going through a, a golden age where we're having composers that we've never had this level of creativity, this, this, the amount of really excellent choral music that's been written, we haven't had that. Rona Clark is a very established uh, composer in the field, but then you've got Sean Doherty who's come to the fore in recent years. A lot of choirs who would um, take part in competitions would be very familiar with Sean's work. But then there's a whole um, group of composers behind that that just aren't known. Like uh, we're, At the moment we're featuring Katie Bamford, who's from Newry. If you go to, say, a contemporary uh, composition uh, concert, you'll maybe be confronted by a lot of music that you haven't heard before, and it may not stick with you. And, you know, the experience, however good it is, it may not stick. But if you think of the way pop bands and rock bands operate, they get a single out and they promote it relentlessly and then they do another one and then they, and so it gradually sticks some of that music sticks with people with us i feel that we have to do that we have to take a composer at a time take a piece by a particular composer and really focus on that get the uh, awareness out around about them because what's actually happening is somebody like Katie for example um, hasn't written a piece in a year and a half because she retrained as a software programmer to make a living Part of it is making people aware of that music, then getting uh, choirs to buy the sheet music, or, or at least buy licenses to print the music. The whole ecosystem will not operate. You know, the publishers will go out of uh, business. We only have two, and we need to hold on to them, and we need to support them. So it's just getting the message out that Irish choirs need to buy Irish music by Irish composers, but we then have to promote and showcase that music so they know that it's there.
What I would really like to do is connect some dots that just at the moment aren't being connected. Connor O'Reilly there of CORE, and you can find more about them and their choral mission on Instagram at core.choir.ie.